10, 10. The milestone, ladies. Double motherfucking digits. Hey, double digits. Double digits. Yes. It okay. is surprising that, like, I sometimes I'm still shocked that we made it this year. I know. Because it was crazy to think, like, what, three months, three, four months ago when the idea first came into revelation. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, we're not going to really do this. And look at us now. Well, look at us. We're really doing we're it. Really we got doing this. Guys, we had a in. crazy brainstorming meeting right before this. So we, we got some things coming. Big things. Big things coming. Um, obviously, the three of us are back today. So we're going to do a little recap of our weeks and weekends. Um, what is it? Today is April 30th for context. About yep. to start a new month. So, Jody. Jody, that's Jody? me. That, that is you. Jody, girl. Yep. Hello, nice to meet y'all. Oh, um, <laughs> hello. She's gone for one episode and I, know, right? I, I, I am back. I am back. <laughs> so, quick shout out to Becca and Katie for holding it down last week. Holding it down. I really enjoyed listening to you guys' episode. Thanks. It's really nice to kind of hear about um, this the program. It was something that I was interested in yeah. uh, potentially joining in. However, if we can change the timing. Mm-hmm. ASU, if we can make it a little bit more night classes and yeah. have a new girl signing up. For sure. But for <laughs> the sure. fact that it runs during yeah. the work days a little bit makes it more hard, but it's, it seems like a really interesting program, so I really enjoyed that la- um, last episode. Um, but yes, my cousins were in town last week. I haven't seen them maybe about like a year mm-hmm. or two now. So it was really good to reconnect. They came in town from New York, and we got to spend the weekend together going hiking and hanging out with you guys and other friends and game nights and all the fun. So it was really great to connect with them and just have some family time for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, this week in general, I think it was overall a good week. It was the first week I didn't really feel too burnt out in a good. while. So I feel myself starting to recover um, the draft, NFL draft. So this is yes. my first yes. NFL draft. That was super interesting and fun. Mm-hmm. I got to attend the draft last year, like, just for fun with one of my friends. What a fucking flex, bro. Yeah, we went to uh, the yeah. one in Vegas, mm-hmm. and so we did the draft weekend in Vegas last year, so that was fun, but it was really cool to get to actually work. The work side, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. the work side this week, so lots of, again, my life is just communications, emails, text messages, that's me, that's, like, where I go so. <laughs> Um, but it was still really cool, especially because my desk sits right next to the draft room. Mm-hmm. And that was really fun to kind of be watching it on the TV and our phones at our cubicles. But then you get to hear all the coaches and scouting, like, Screaming, yelling, yeah. like, ahead of time. <laughs> so you're like, okay, something's going on. Did we trade? Did we not trade? Who knows? And I think also being, working in it. Mm-hmm. It was interesting to kind of watch and be more attentive because last year was like eh, I didn't have too many stakes, so we were just there for the parties, for, sure. for the events, just yeah. for the, the pictures, the experience. Um, and this year, kind of having to pay attention, it was really cool to see how it worked. I remember um, draft day one when we were supposed to be third pick, and then somehow we ended up at twelfth. But then we went to like trade to twelfth yeah. pick. So I was like, oh, okay, I got some time. I went to the bathroom, came out, and was like, Cardinals pick is there. I was like, wait, what? Hold on. Yeah. Where's my laptop? It went so fast. <laughs> it moved so fast. So I'm like trying to find my laptop and hook everything back up to the Wi-Fi so I can get what I needed to get done oh like God. ahead of time and like be prepared. So it's like a very fast moving uh, situation. Mm-hmm. But it was, I've really enjoyed it. So I'm excited. It's a big deal. Yeah. Next year now. Yeah. Um, Becca, how was yours? Yeah, similar. Uh, Me and Jody worked together, so (laughs) same vibes. Um, Yeah, got to 
kind of experience. I, I don't sit near them, but I literally was downstairs. I could hear the screaming, especially on Friday, actually. Friday was so yelly. Was loud. And, like, we had a fantastic Friday. We had food trucks. We had Paris. He came and um, did a little press conference. We got to meet him, and we, like, invited him into the building. and did, like, all the staff was there, and so that was really cool. Um, but, yeah, I feel like this week it was... Mostly just everyone's lives was draft. Um, we have, like, every year a draft party. Um, so I don't know if you guys saw on the Instagram, but I took it over for the day and was at the draft party um, at State Farm Stadium. So that was really cool. But, yeah, lots of energy. Very exciting the whole week. Um, a lot of stress. But it was good. It's all positive. I'm really excited for the team this year. And I just think it's going to be awesome. So that was my week. Yeah. What about you, Katie? Yeah. Katie had a big week. Yeah, Yeah, guys, man. (laughs) Today is April 30th, and I keep saying that because tomorrow, May 1st, I get my new apartment. Her first apartment alone. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited to have my own apartment alone. I feel like this is so adulty of me. It is. Um, So, uh, yeah, this week has been super busy. Um, I'm trying to even remember what happened. I'm no longer in school, so that was nice. So I've just worked a whole bunch. But literally every night after work, I've just been packing. One of my friends um, from Trader Joe's got me so many boxes. So shout out to Riley. Nice. Um, so yeah, I've been packing things. I've been getting trying to get rid of things, but like, man. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've been packing things and then like being like, frick. And I, I didn't label any of my boxes, like what's in them. Oh, okay. So like, like but, so I was trying to find a pair of shoes and I just can't. So I'll find them when I unpack. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Everything's in the box. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still missing my AirPods from when I moved. It's in the apartment. Yeah. Ugh. I just don't know where it is, but it's in the apartment. It's in, that's all that matters. It's in the apartment. Yeah. It's, it's in, in three apartment. months. It's somewhere in there. Yeah. You'll find it eventually. Oh yeah. Yeah. So just a whole bunch of prepping for moving. Um, and yeah, just good work vibes. Um, getting more comfortable, meeting more people, making more friends. So that's really nice. Um. Finished um, my responsibilities at ASU, which is really cool. I worked softball, so the season's over, so I have no more responsibilities. I turned in my laptop and my keys. So I'm a... The end of an era. I'm a one-job girl now. Yes. We, we haven't been here in a long time. <laughs> um, but yeah, one job. Um, so that's really exciting. Uh, moving. And then um, this upcoming week, I have family coming into town, graduation and everything, so I'm very excited, um, just a lot of good things coming. We'll actually be double recording today as well, because Katie's grad party is next Sunday, and we're gonna have a time. Yeah, so (laughs) we're gonna double record this week, because next Sunday at this time, we'll be getting drunk with my parents. Yep. So, that's a slay. Um, so yeah, really exciting things going on, feeling very, still very reflective, still very overwhelmed. Um, I lost my keys last night, but I found them. So, God is good, and everything's fine. (laughs) Um, But, yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about what we're talking about this week. I think it's kind of interesting. Sorry, it just came into my head. Like, we we all live alone. Like, starting tomorrow. Yeah. We will Mm -hmm. all live alone. None of us have Which is such a, like, and I've, I think I've told you this, like, I'm turning 25 in a couple of months, but my 24th year of life has been the best year of my life. I feel like I've transcended into a new new human being, and I used to never think that I could live by myself. Like, mm-hmm. it terrified me, 
And now I've, and I'm so extroverted in everything I do, but there are times where I enjoy my alone time. And I think that's just part of growing up. But like, I cannot wait to live alone. I'm going to get a kitten, but like, I cannot wait to like have my own space and like, just enjoy like what you guys always say like just do your own like I love that I can't wait for that I'm so excited and it's just gonna be very it's the best thing transcending it's It's gonna be so transcending and my apartment aisle outside of it there's a pool so I can live like I'm gonna go to the pool even more yeah it's literally like 10 steps 10 steps anyway so (laughs) she just hit that I'm just really excited I'm feeling very grateful (laughs) everything I own is in a box so I can't find anything yeah but other than that I feel great Good. Lovely. So, <laughs> this week, this we're going to talk about, drum roll please. <laughs> oh, that kind of hurts. <laughs> Stereotypes. Stereotypes. Woo, 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 woo. We get them all the time. All the time. time. I, I just find I was actually just in conversations uh, mm-hmm. today, because I have like, I'm known to be a guys girl, so a lot of my friends are guys, so I have a lot of guy friends, whether they're in sports or outside of sports, so most of my group chats are with the guys, Mm -hmm. and so today, I, you know, preparing for this week, because I'm feeling very motivated, so I prepped my calendar going through uh, with my gym schedule, and I cooked. Mm -hmm. Cooked. Okay. Now, anybody who knows me knows I fucking hate cooking. But you did it, and I'm proud of you. Okay, but I did it, all right? (laughs) I went grocery shopping yesterday. Mm Mm-hmm. And I cooked. And so now I was telling the boys, like my little group chat, I'm like, you guys, I spent it all day, I've been in the kitchen all day today. Yeah, I've been in the kitchen serving. <laughs> serving. <laughs> Alright, I'm serving in the kitchen. Um, but it was it's like kinda of funny sometimes we'll make this joke. We have this thing little thing that um well, stereotypical, sexist, whatever mm-hmm. we call it, like Housewives Tuesday. Yeah. Where yes. Interesting. <laughs> if you could see my face right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, because it was a joke that like I have some friends who work in sports outside, outside of this, but like other teams across the country. So we'll have like this big group chat, and you know we'll come home from work and we like text each other like how was our days and all these things, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And then we'll talk about food at one point. I'm like Uber Eats. DoorDash, yeah. Grubhub, like... I, like, I love the emphasis. Uber Eats, Grubhub, it's all two syllables. Yeah, it's like, whatever's the easiest thing. And um, it comes to, like, this thing of, like, but Jody, you're a female. Oh. Like, you're supposed to be cooking. You're supposed to be clean. Like, there's certain things, like, to the house that you're supposed to uphold mm-hmm. as a female. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, y'all, it's 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, I just got home. I just got home. Y'all just got home. Are you cooking? Mm-hmm. Are you cleaning? Like, no. Like, yeah. I'm also tired. And we mm-hmm. have the same schedule, but I am also tired. You know what's also so interesting? Like, we're all, we all live alone and we're all single. So, like, who <laughs> do I have to cook for? Exactly. If I eat McDonald's fries with extra salt, mind your business. I just want everybody to know. When the Lord decides one day that I'm going to get a boyfriend, which is up to the Lord because it's never up to me, apparently. <laughs> when, I, when the Lord tells me that it's time for me to be in a relationship, I am not cooking for a man. No. This man is going to cook for me at least ten times before I cook one grilled cheese. You want One grilled cheese. I will say. Because I make good grilled cheese. Her grilled cheeses are elite. I make good grilled cheese. And that is a privilege, baby. You got to work up to that. I'm not in the kitchen cooking a grilled cheese for you. Let alone... Chicken Alfredo! You know, one thing that we were talking about, my cousin <sighs> my cousin was here, and um, one of my other sports guy friends came was over, and we were all hanging out at the apartment, and um, me and her, we were talking about, like, 
the whole cooking situation mm-hmm. like that's females like mm-hmm. certain stereotypes that we have and so we're talking about the idea of food and that I just hate cooking like mm-hmm. my ideal man would be somebody who enjoys to cook and would yeah. you know take off please take that out I'll not say I would never cook but like if you want to cook more great because I just generally like I can cook but I just generally just do not enjoy it and that's fine and um but she brought up this point she's like yeah I wouldn't cook for a man because you know what who makes up the majority of chefs? Females. Actually, males. Is it really? Yeah. I feel like I've only ever seen my girl Rachel Ray. Like, but like in most, but those are TVs. Yeah, that's a that's a good that's, point. Those are TVs. I, I take but like when you go to your restaurants, most of your most restaurants that field is taken over is a male dominated. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I didn't know that field. I so like, like men start cooking. Yeah. Yes. But, Obviously, there's more men out there professionally cooking than females. So, yeah. uh, so how do you think in the house? I gotta do it. Well, this is the, I actually love cooking. I like, like cooking. I Sundays, um, I meal prep. Like today, everything in my kitchen is packed, and the only ingredients and things I left out were things that I could cook for today. Mm-hmm. And they're already in the dishwasher, and they're already boxed. Like I'm very particular on Sundays about meal prepping. My dinners during the week are very sporadic. It depends when I get home, if I'm even hungry, whatever. Yeah. So, like, I like that, but I also think that there is a huge stereotype of, like, because we don't work the traditional 9 to 5, we can't have a traditional dinner at 7 p.m. Yeah. Because we don't, like, there's things going on, like, sometimes it just doesn't happen. It's Mm -hmm. also interesting because, like, at least, I don't think coyotes do this, but cardinals, we have lunch, like, yeah. We have a nutrition department who cooks us lunch every single day. Which is really Which nice. is a, amazing, and I thank God for that every day. But, like, so I extra don't want to go to the grocery store because I don't have to. If mm-hmm. I come home at 8 p.m. and I can just cook up a grilled cheese, mm-hmm. some t- tomato soup, or I can stop by Cane's or something on the way home, like, I don't have to get groceries for breakfast because I'm probably just going to eat a yogurt. I don't have to get groceries for lunch because we have it at work. So why the heck do I need to have a whole chef's corner filled in my kitchen? Yeah, I think sometimes, I, for me, it's been one of those things that I've been struggling a little bit more recently, given that like, I'm 27, mm-hmm. so I'm getting to the stage of like, okay, I do want to be able to date at one point. Mm-hmm. I uh, do maybe want to have a family. Yeah. Whoa! Like, that. like <laughs> It's, it's crazy. My ovaries. I know, my vagina just like, <laughs> I know. It was just like, I cannot think of well, anything. Well, it's funny because, like, if you were to ask me last year, like, this yeah. time last year, like, Jody, would you have kids? Mm-hmm. I oh. would be 100% yes. Oh. Now, nowadays, though, I'm like, I'm a little bit more skeptical of it because of the work. Mm-hmm. Because I know that I would, it's going to be harder for me to commit. Yeah. To, like, I, it's hard for me to figure out, like, how do I juggle having kids and, you know, being a mom, being mm-hmm. your stereotypical type of woman with having a career, like, this kind of career. And I love where I work. Mm-hmm. I love the field that I'm in. I, I see myself long-term staying in sports. Mm-hmm. So knowing that I do see myself long-term staying in sports, it makes it a little bit harder when I struggle with, well, like, I wanted to be a mom at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then but like, now we're like, it's really kind of hard. Yeah, and I think that's like, I mean, I think the word stereotype is very um, broad. And like, the reality is we live in a world of stereotypes, but like, especially when it pertains to like our careers, like, we will never be traditional women because we're doing things that are not traditional for women to do mm-hmm. yet, mm-hmm. hence on yet. But that's what it is. Like, it affects 
our dinner schedules. It affects our daily schedules. It affects our weekends. It affects mm-hmm. all these things that we choose to do, right? We choose to have this lifestyle. But at the same time, it makes other things more difficult. Like, yes. for example, yesterday, I went to the pool, of course, it's a Saturday. Mm-hmm. It was one of my friends. Becca went to the pool with me. My roommate was there. A couple of other people were there. We're at the pool. And they're like, oh, my God, like, we're so excited to lay out all day. And Becca and I are like, no, we both have to work today. Yeah. And they're like, what do you mean? I was like, yeah, I'm going to be here for, like, another two hours, and then I have to go to work. And Becca's like, yeah, I have to leave in, like, 30 minutes. Like, literally, and that's the thing. Like, it's very non-traditional, but we still make time to do things that matter to us. And it's just interesting because I feel like a lot of people, there's a stereotype of, like, your 20s are your best years of your life. Like, you can do so many things because you don't have responsibilities. And then there's an other side of the coin where it's like, your 20s are about grinding. It's yeah. about making a name for yourself. It's about getting where you want to go. Mm-hmm. And, like, we are very much, the three of us are very much so on the coin that's like, 20s are about your grinding. Like, yeah, getting yeah. your shit done, figuring out what you love, making things happen. And it's just crazy because it's important to still make time for the other thing. But, like, the three of us, I think, all have this mindset where it's like we will be successful like yeah. we will put that put the extra work into yeah. It. yeah and I think that's just it's just different and it affects our lives in other ways and mm-hmm. like we're comfortable with it because we chose it but it is different than like what yeah. I think people think initially yeah. I also think like at least for the situation you're kind of talking about Jody, like it gives us the opportunity to see things in a different light if that makes any sense like For example, you might not have the time to, like, have a baby, be pregnant, like, you know, have a newborn child, but maybe if you still want kids, you can look into adoption. Like, maybe, like, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's not even, like, but even then, that still requires the responsibility of, you know, wanting to Mm -hmm. be there. Like, I would want to be a present mother. Yeah. I would be a mother. I want to be present in my child's life. Yeah. And then you go back into, let's say, going to the dating a little bit of well I know that if I'm going to stay in this field Mm -hmm. it might be a little bit harder for me to be present Mm -hmm. in the way that I initially grew up thinking I would be so then a potential husband at one point down the line is he going to be able to sacrifice more of his job to take on the the roles that are stereotypically meant for a woman to take on and I, and I can speak on that because that's how my parents' relationship was when I was growing up. My mom is a very, very successful paralegal. She's been at the same law firm her whole life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the best law firm in the country and in the world. It's Kirkland and Ellis. They're very well known if you know anything about law. And she, I have, it's me and then my older sister. And my dad growing up did a lot of the mom stuff, like mm-hmm. cook dinner. Same. Well, he tried to cook dinner. Cook dinner. <laughs> he tried to do our hair. He would drive us to volleyball practice. He would take us to school. He'd pick us up, and my mom would be working. Mm-hmm. She'd be on trips out of town. She'd be on trials. She'd be going around, and, like, that was our comfort mm-hmm. level, and we would go visit her, and she stopped traveling as much, but, like, my I guess my point is my, my mom always told me, she was like, you need to be successful in your own life on your own, you can find a man that will appreciate that. Yeah. You can find yeah, so a man that, You have like, to be a whole person first. Yeah, and you, and you can find a man that, like, is okay with you not with you being busy, is okay with taking on responsibilities. She's like, uh, it's doable because he does a whole bunch of other stuff that I, I can't do. Yeah, yeah. And, I and, and that's And I think that's the... But it's hard because a lot of men, and this is something that Becca and I talk about, a lot of men are intimidated 
by that. Yeah. Yeah. I 100% agree. I grew up in a very similar household. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With, like, you know, my mom being the breadwinner, my mom doing, like, being the one that goes from work. My dad does know how to cook, and he cooks amazingly. Aww. Nice. See, okay, I, I don't want to share my dad, but there was one time my dad made garlic bread with sandwich bread and garlic seasoning thing. Uh, dad, I love you. He's gotten a lot better. Good. <laughs> my dad is a chef of the family. Yes. Okay. Always, okay. I love his cooking. See? Yeah. So men like, should cook. Men should cook. My stepdad is a chef. So Men should cook. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he does a wonderful job. So I grew up in a very similar lifestyle, and that's kind of what I also saw and imagined for myself too mm-hmm. right and then I definitely found it I think a lot harder mm-hmm. because then you also have like okay the men's ego of yeah are they gonna be the one to play that stereotypical womanly role for one thing but then also being like oh you having a girlfriend a wife that works with sports and the ego they have to go with around the fact of like we spend all our days with these top athletes. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you my four-point plan. I wasn't planning on talking about this today. No, but this is actually... Everybody grab a pencil, grab a Grab paper. a pen, grab a paper. Because this is actually, like... This should be... This should be a book. This should be a book. Yeah. This topic. All right, Becca, take it away. Okay, so every relationship I've ever had has come down to basically four steps. Four steps. Four steps. So the first step is, oh my god, your job is so cool, this is so fun, like, they get to go to cool games, they get to go to NFL games, they get to go to whatever, whatever, like, you're so interesting, you're not like other girls, whatever, the stupid shit. So, (laughs) that's phase one. Phase one. Phase two two. is they start getting maybe, like, a little insecure, and so they're like, you know what, you're motivating me, I'm gonna do something. And so then they start adding more to their plate, and they're like, all right, she's doing a bunch of stuff. She's busy all the time. She's not waiting around for me to text her or call her. Or like, So I need to start doing something. So that's phase two. Phase two. Phase three. Phase they three. fail at it. Because if they could have been doing it, they would have been doing it before I was involved in their lives. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they fail at it. They get overstimulated, overstressed, um, can't balance anything, whatever. And then there's phase four where they're just like, okay, I'm done. And it's easier for them to have a woman who would kind of fall into the traditional womanly roles of, like, being submissive, being the person who's going to, like, be waiting for him to text or be waiting for him to call or, you know? And so it ends. And I'm single, and that's just is what it is. But, like, I'm not about to wait around for some man. Like, a bitch is busy. Like, literally very busy. We have Mm -hmm. events that we have to run. We have stuff going on all the time. Is my job cool? Yeah. But if you can't handle that, then bye. Like, I don't... Mm-hmm. And I think I've all And I've always felt that way, like, not even just in romantic relationships, like, with the platonic... Yeah, friendships, yeah, like, too. My life's stressful. I choose this stress. I love this stress. I love it. It's what I want to do. It's what I'm passionate about. I don't need you to tell me that it's stressful, and I don't yeah. need you to add stress. Yes. If you can't be okay with me working until 9 p.m. and hanging out after then we will not hang out. Yeah. And I will go to bed. Yeah. And, I, and, I'm and I will sleep yes. like, And I'll get more sleep. <laughs> yep. yep. But like, literally, like, and then I think that's the thing, like, because we're so busy and we have such high standards when it comes to this shit, like, it's really okay, baby. Like, go yeah. to the next one. Go, go, to the girl, go to the girl that works remote. Go yeah. her. Go, go to her. the girl yeah. that just wants to sit around and wait for you. That's yeah. fine. Like, if... That's what you want. That's what you want. Yeah, I guess you came Yeah, sorry. I guess this is the dating episode, everyone. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm going all over. I think, like, you know, that specifically, you know, I 
took in on that mindset mm-hmm. about like a month into working here, even like with friends. Like as you guys yeah. know, I've had yeah. like when I first moved here, I had a really great set of girlfriends. And um, it's been for me, it's hard. I don't really form a lot of girlfriends, mm-hmm. and that's been a difficult thing throughout. But I when I moved here, I, you know, I got I had a really great set of girlfriends and. We just stopped being friends recently. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of it just became because of work. I couldn't commit. Like, when I first moved to Arizona, I was the building mom. I worked remotely. I had all the time. Not, like, I had all the time in the world. But I was, yeah, a little yeah. bit, I was a lot more accessible. Like, if you needed me, you knew where I lived. Knock on the door. Door is open. I need to learn how to lock my door. Mm-hmm. But door is always open. Oh Don't it's literally say that a pivot. Fucking <laughs> Jody locks her doors. Okay. <laughs> Okay, but to be fair, like, my other apartment, like, the door locked automatically. Literally, like, that is how people get murdered. There's literally... I watch all the murder shows in the world. Okay, and I don't watch any of them because I hate scary things, but literally my favorite TikToker and podcaster, they talk about this literal podcast that's around people in college getting murdered because they leave their dorm rooms unlocked. It's a thing. We don't live in a dorm. Are you okay? Jody's joking. (laughs) Jody's joking. I can do that real quick. I actually saved Bahar's life one time. Wow. Really, really quick story. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pluck puff my tail or whatever it's called. Sure. Yeah. There was this one time Mm -hmm. we were in the Columbia Mall Mm -hmm. and we were eating Chipotle and she was eating a steak bowl Mm -hmm. and she choked on a piece of steak and I didn't know what to do. I had choked before like a couple years ago and some random man saved my life. It was crazy, but I didn't know what to do. She couldn't breathe. I panicked. Everybody in the mall, just like, it was a full food court. Nobody did anything. I went around, gave her a couple pumps on the tum-tum. Mm-hmm. She spit it out. Wow, Perfect. you saved her life. Literally, I saved her life. I mean, I would do anything for her, but yeah. like, I I literally did anything yes. for her. Wow. Anyway, no straight worry, I, Bahar, I love you. <laughs> We're her gym but, podcast. But like, I think so. in general, what I was going at is that like, I was a lot more accessible. Yes. Yes. And that's what they, they were used to. Like, they needed me. I was there when they got too high, they got too drunk, whatever, like, mm-hmm. they needed to talk, I was available, I'm a homebody, you most likely 90% of the time are going to find me inside my apartment. Mm-hmm. And they would take a bit, not take advantage, but yeah. I was available for people if they needed. And then, you know, when I started working, that became, like, harder with all the time commitments and the travel, because then I started commuting to work, mm-hmm. That and then I'm being tired on top of that, like, I couldn't be there for my fans, the way that they were used to me being there, mm-hmm. I, that definitely, like, hindered our relationship yeah. a lot. Yeah. And I think it goes back to, like, I always used to say, of, I just, I hate, actually, I forgot what I was going to say. I lost my track. I will come back to that. That's but either okay. way. <laughs> <laughs> she hates stereotypes. I hate stereotypes. stereotypes. I hate I hate, like, judgments of uh, people, like, just not, I can't think of the word. I had it in my head and I lost it, so I will come back to this point later. Yeah. But either way, it, it just hindered, it hindered our relationship so it much. Because it really affected because we couldn't understand. It was hard for me to like, explain to them, like, I love you guys, mm-hmm. I want to be your friend, but you know, I have this schedule now yeah. that yeah. I know. Which you chose. Yeah. Which you That's love. Good. Which yeah. you're passionate about. And at the end of the day, like, I have so many people in my life who don't work in sports and don't understand, but they understand my schedule and they respect my schedule. Yeah. See, and that's that, all it that's is. That's been hard for me recently. I don't I, care if you accidentally call me and I'm working at an event. Hey, Maddie, so sorry, I'll call you later. She's like, are you working? I'm like, yeah. yeah. I'm at a freaking tennis game. Like, <laughs> like, literally, and that's the thing. Like, there are some people that will choose 
to accept your schedule and be willing to work with it. And there's some people that won't. And yeah. it's just a really hard lesson to learn. I, I think, like, my friends from Florida, it was yeah. easier. Or, like, my friends from non-Arizona, it was easier because I'm known for picking up and fucking moving every two seconds. <laughs> I, I move like crazy. Yeah, I, yeah, I probably yeah. think, I don't know, I think I live in, like, eight states already, mm-hmm. already out the country, whatever. I move like crazy. And so, like, my friends growing up, they're used to that. So yeah. they've already been accustomed to, like, Yo, Jordan don't got time. Mm-hmm. She's not even here. Exactly. And that sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm moving here where it's like, okay, now, honestly, like, I don't think I've hung out with people the way that I hang out with you guys. I don't really, like, I'm more of a, like, relationships, and that's long okay. distance. Yeah. Friendships, long distance. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to do the close proximity thing. And me and so Katie then, are like, you're coming over. Yes. <laughs> so the close proximity is, like, new for me. Give me attention. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I need attention. Like, this is, it's, like, it's new for me. Yeah. And so then I got to this point, like, being here in Arizona, like, ever since I lived in Arizona, every new friend I have, especially now, if you don't work in sports, like, we haven't been friends. Yeah. Like, we haven't dated, we haven't talked to friendships, like, whatever. It got to that point because I just don't want to keep on explaining to myself, like, oh, it's a Saturday. Let's go to brunch. I'm sorry, I'm working. Can't do brunch today. But it's Saturday. Yeah. Next week, maybe. Let's plan this out. But it's not, I don't care. I'm not coming out. <laughs> yeah. I, it's interesting. And I have two things. So, the first one is, I am the first person, like, any of my friends who actually work 9 to 5s, if their boss is like, oh, we need you to work on Saturday, I'm like, are they paying you more? Bitch, don't do it. Like, I'm the first one to say that. But then, <laughs> when it's to me, I'm like, no, but this is, like, these are the hours that I agreed to. Mm-hmm. Like, I recognize that this is what I signed up for. I signed up for this. Holidays, and nights, and weekends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And when it's I fine. First started, I remember when I first got the job. The second I got the job, I called my parents. I'm like, I won't see you for Christmas. Yeah. I'm not going to see you for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Let's just make May our holiday that will come. We'll try to catch up in May. But, yeah, yeah I'm not going to see you this year. Because I just knew those are the nature of the job that I yeah. signed up for. Yeah. Yep. 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 And it's, and I think it, like, obviously, like, parents, they're, more mature so they naturally understand they want you to be successful but it's Mm -hmm. hard because it's hard for it's hard to make that commitment when you're 24 or 27 it's hard to make that commitment but if you love it you make the commitment but people who don't have to make those commitments sometimes don't understand Mm -hmm. and that's that's the hard or i also you juggle with the fact that a lot of my friends sorry no go to say sometimes uh you gotta prior you prioritize what's important to you. Yeah, like, it is important. Like, the idea, like you know, sometimes when you're like, oh, you see who's important to you. Like when it comes to like your physical interaction, yeah, like yeah. if you wanted to see me, then you would see me. Yeah. You make that time to text me. You make that time to do this and that. Yeah, which I was I saying like how you were talking about before. Like I would be the first person for oh. He don't like you. He won't text you. Like, yeah. or you guys not true friends. She won't make time for you. I was the first person to always say that too. Yeah. And then being here now, I'm more like, maybe he's a little busy. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he got something going on. <laughs> so if anything, you should date a girl at sports because we're more understanding. Literally. <laughs> literally. We're so chill. We're so chill. That's so funny. Yeah, we're so I'm, chill. I'm, yeah. It's not like I don't love you guys. I want to see you. It's just understand that yeah. I can't I also think, and what I was going to say earlier, is like I think we also do something where like, People who work in sports have different ways that they handle working in sports. Like, sometimes mm, I okay. see people who, like, my coworkers or people who work at the Suns or people who work at Rising, and they're, like, out and about. And they're, you know, they just left an event, and then they're going out for the night. And they do that every single night. And I'm like, okay, so I guess it's technically possible, but it that's is. not, like, 
I mean, that's I, not what I, I want. Think it's, yeah, I think it's, it's adjusting not to your schedule. I'm, yeah. Because I'll tell people, like, if somebody ever wants to ask me out on a date. Yeah. Or <laughs> if, anybody, anyone ever. if anybody's listening, I'm free to go on dates. Yeah. yeah Jody, Jody's like, I'm down. We're all if going on dates. If you ever want to ask me on a date. If someone has three attractive friends, uh, oh we've got three we attractive not, gals. We cannot date. We can and never we cannot date, date friends. I know, we can't date. But like, we cannot date friends. If anyone physical. ever asks me on a date, yeah. or like, ever knew one of my friends, like, I think I'm more, like, like you said, there are people who can, like, go to the bed and go out. I'm more of a, you want to grab some breakfast before my yep. event? Yes. But I I want I need like that accommod- accommodation. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I can accommodate back off season. Mm-hmm. But like on season, like can we adjust to my schedule and I adjust to you afterwards? Or yeah, like yeah. I don't know, like just trying it's to give find and that take. like yeah. give and take with not just dating but also with like friendships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean sort of like relationships. I mean it's non traditional, like it really is. Yeah. But like Suck it up. Yeah. <laughs> deal with it. My presence is great. Suck yeah. it up. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And sometimes I wonder, like, because like I said before, I'm a, I used to be a very compromising person. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, extremely compromising. I'm extremely understanding to a fault. Mm-hmm. And so I, it's taken me now to be like, I'm sorry, I am not going to, like, accommodate to these ways right now. Like, I just can't. Like, you have to accommodate to me, and if you don't accommodate to me, then... We gotta keep it pushing. Yeah, it's not keep happening. It yeah. Which okay. is fine. Which is fine. I don't know. I go back and forth, you guys. Yeah. It's not a line. It's. What is it called? What? It's like a wave. Like, healing is not a. It's not linear. It's. Oh. A circle. No? I've never heard of that. Okay. What math class did you go to? All right. <laughs> what math? She said what math class? Really it sounds like geometry. You were talking about line. healing. I was, but I was trying to put it into that. No, yeah, but she's talking about math. I, I because I said circles circle. lines. I'm thinking geometry. Okay. Math. So, math. Y'all math. talking about two different things? We are. It doesn't matter. Moving on. I was trying to say, <laughs> trying to say that like every day could be different. Like maybe some days yeah. you're like, okay, I feel like I'm so empowered and I feel incredible and I don't need a man. I've got all these events. I'm so successful. And then one day you're like, I'm kind of lonely. I need a fucking man. I'm sad. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, it is. It's a girl in her 20s. It is, yeah. Um, We're young. It is what it is. Bad. But no, it happens. But it's it's a beautiful. What's that song? It's a beautiful tragedy. What? What? I don't know. It's a Green Day song. I think. It's a beautiful thing. No. It's a beautiful thing. Oh. I don't know what that. that is. It's a beautiful no, day. I, oh yeah, it's a beautiful <laughs> day. I was like, thing. No, that it's was a good. Beautiful, beautiful day. day. <laughs> but I think you're right. There is a beautiful, a beautiful tragedy. tragedy. But that's more like. No, definitely like some hard like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Anyways, we really derailed. We're but, on 35 minutes. Yes, yeah, so, um... We can wrap this one up. Yeah. We've got another one coming, At the so. end of the day, like, stereotypes are shitty. However, they're very much real, and I think... I think one of the things that I've noticed the most about working in sports with other women mm-hmm. is, like, most women who are successful in sports literally do not give a fuck about what anybody thinks. Mm-hmm. And, like, I know all of us have, like, very strong opinions, but we are also very confident in ourselves in that way, and, like, we have grown to a point, and we're still growing where we, like, value our time and value, like, our work and are passionate about it, so, like, when people, you know, aren't receptive to that, like, it's okay, like, it is what it is, but we know what's important, and I think 
I think it takes a while to get there. It's it like, it's taken me a journey to get here. Yeah. So and I, we're still working on it. Yeah, we're definitely yeah. still working on it, and it's nice, like, so always perfect. to surround ourselves with people who don't even work in the industry but understand. Yeah. You know? We're just and asking for people. A little and we're going to find those people. Wait, I want to yeah. find them in Arizona. I have them. We're all, all staying over. in Arizona. Yep. But I need to find It's like, tattooed on my leg. Phoenix. Yes. I have a cactus. We're staying here. Yeah. No, and we're staying here. Until the next city... But for now, we're in Phoenix. Yes. So, so we're I saying. do like some non-sports. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Non, yeah. No, but yeah. And I think we're growing, you know? We're beautiful. We're beautiful plants. Okay. We're trying to pack up plants not dead. Yet, I yeah. told you you're a good plant mom. You are a good we're plant all, mom. We're all good plant moms. We if are. anybody needs a plant, My I have a great thriving. My plants are thriving. Although, starting to like. No, it's not She's still sniffing the plant a little she bit. She can't sniff now. Do you need a higher table? I don't know, but I keep slapping her. I know. Poor girl. Slap her hard. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I don't actually slap her. It's but more yeah, like a sometimes tap. you're like, no, get down. Yeah. Yeah, it's like more like a tap that don't touch the plant. Don't touch the plant because you're looking out for her life. She could die if exactly. she eats it. And I'll be so really good. sad. Look at you, a responsible cat mom. I know, I didn't think So I responsible! Mm. Anyway. The um, things that Arizona turned me into. A plant yeah. mom and a cat mom. I know. I'm just happy to be here. I love that. <laughs> Um, all right. Anyway, yeah, so everybody have a great week. Um, enjoy your first week of May. May's a great month. Yeah, for um, those of you who are finishing school and congratulations. going into um, graduation, congratulations. Congratulations. And congratulations, Katie. For a new month. Make sure you turn Ooh. your tassel and then take a tequila shot. Hey. That's what I'll be doing. Okay. Um, <laughs> goals for the month, is that what you just yes. said? Cute. I love it. I, I don't want to go first. Okay. okay I think. Katie. I think. Um, okay, shoot. I'll go first. Yeah. Um, my goal for this month for May for May, it's gonna be May. <laughs> I sorry. hate that you just did that. So sorry. Um, it's been a lot of singing in this episode. My goal for this month is to I need to work on my routine. My specifically my morning routine mm-hmm. because I've been I just bought an alarm clock like an actual alarm clock because I feel like I wake up and I immediately look at my phone because that's what my alarm is on. Right. And then I see all my notifications, all my emails, and I'm like, ugh. And I just get stressed and then I look at all my phone and all the notifications, whatever. So my goal for May is I just got an alarm clock. I'm going to use the alarm clock and not my phone and then spend my morning going to the gym, sitting down, drinking my coffee, which is something I like to do every morning, like I want to work on my morning routine and solidify that. You want to go to the and, gym together at 4.30? I'll go to the... Oh, and 4.30. Yeah, I go at 4.30. And li- yeah. wait, so eliminating your phone use, too, in the morning, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to write these down because I'm going to hold this accountable. Jody. <laughs> Let's see. Goals for May. I'm also going to go with routine. routine. I definitely jumped out of my routine, so I took this morning to really start scheduling things out, so I'm hoping to get back into my morning, yeah. 4.30. I'm a, I will get Becca you got the four thirty babe. <laughs> Becca's coming in once for the four thirty gym squad. I don't I know which Rebecca you're I talking about. I go to the gym at six, and that's enough. I do for six. Me. Yeah. yeah, six is six is that's okay. The earliest I got. Yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll work on it. Y'all. Yeah, working so on yeah, it. So yeah, so go into the gym car. Yes, getting a car. I'm gonna try my car. I will have my own whip. Woo. Whip ready. Manifesting. I whip my hair back and forth. Yes. Yes. I hope Willow is doing okay. Yeah, me I too. I hope so too. Okay, you know what? I'm going to jam in that. That's going to be the first song we'll jam to in that car. Yeah. I love it. Alrighty. Um, so that is a main goal of mine. Yep, routine. Um, 
I think those, those are my two. Routine, and I think the car is my, my main goals for May. And then while we're at it, talking about May, I will give a shout out to my brother for graduating yes. this month. I don't it's think he, up, baby. Yeah. It's up. I don't think he listens to this, so mom and dad, like, pass on the yeah, just tell to him. him. <laughs> and that's totally fine, and one day he will. Yep. That's fine. Katie? Yes, my goal for May, I have a lot going on. I'm really excited. Um, I'm going to try. My goal is to... This is my life goal, but to just be where my feet are, mm-hmm. I constantly think about things that I cannot control and try to do too much. So I'm going to be happy and where I'm at, enjoy my new apartment, get a kitten, and enjoy my life now that I have one thing to focus on, Woo. and that is my career. So I'm really excited, and yeah, I love this. Good reflection, guys. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I'm going to write them down. Yay so. for me. Well, everybody have a great Wednesday and a great first week of May and make sure that you don't let stereotypes ruin or hurt your feelings. Yeah, because 90% of people break the stereotypes. And they're stupid. Yep. All All right. right. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.